Let us pray. Blessed Lord, who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. For these words are the true words of God. Today in our hearing we heard our Lord describe His kingdom, His church, as a wedding feast. It's a wedding feast prepared by a king for his son. The feast is prepared. The invitation sent by his servants, but those invited do not come. The guests are too busy. The guests are ignoring the word which the king sent out by the hand of his servants. And this word is come. Come to the feast which is prepared for you. Come to the feast that is prepared for the Feast of the wedding of my beloved son. Those invited ignore this word. They ignore the servants who were sent to speak God's word. They were sent to invite on behalf of the king. Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the lamb. For these are the true words of God. Those invited at first were unworthy. Those invited at first did not respond to the invitation by faith. Those invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb responded rather than coming, responding to the call of their loving Savior, their loving King. They ignored this word. And some even more than ignore, they take the servants and kill them. Such a response to a loving invitation is shocking to our ears. But Jesus, our Lord and Savior, uses this image to describe his kingdom. Not only do those who are invited at first not answer the call, they do not answer the invitation by coming to the feast. They ignore it. They go about their business and some even go to kill the very servants who spoke this word of God. And the Lord, the king, responds by punishing those murderers, those with blood on their hands, those who had been shown love but responded in hate. Those who had walked the way of Cain. Those who had walked the way of hatred for their brother. Those who had responded to the loving invitation with hate. For the Lord desires all to come and eat at his table. And so he does not give up on this wedding feast. No, he sends more servants more servants to go into the highways and byways of all the lands of the earth 
to search for those to invite, to search for those whom he can bring in to his feast prepared for those whom he loves. Our Lord describes his kingdom, his church, his body like a wedding feast. And blessed are those who are invited to this marriage supper of the Lamb. And we see the character of God in these invitations. He does not give up on his project of redemption, his project of love. He does not give up on his creation. Rather, he responds in love. Everything is prepared for you. Come to the feast. Everything is prepared for this feast, even the guests themselves. For as we continue, we read how many come to this feast, good and bad. And upon perusing the people who had been invited and had accepted the invitation, the father finds one who is ill prepared. He finds one who is not wearing wedding garments. He finds one who wanted to enjoy the feast, but did not consider whose feast it was. For he did not respond in faith. For we know that the wedding garments, the white robes by which all the saints are clothed, are clothed so in faith. Because this is the invitation that Christ extends to sinners. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The invitation of our Lord is to come to him, to believe his word that he has spoken to each one of us and to respond in faith. For these are the true words of God. These are true words words. God desires not the death of sinners, but that they may turn from their wickedness and live so that they may turn from their ways to his ways, that they may turn from the way of Cain, the way of murderous hatred, to the way of Christ, to the way of love. Come to me, Jesus says, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you Rest. It's by this invitation of love, it's rejected by those who do not hear in faith. This invitation has gone to all. Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. For the Lord goes forth preaching his word. He sends his servants with his word, which will not come back void. But those who reject the invitation of the master, those who reject the invitation to the feast of the son, condemn themselves because they do not hear the word in faith. They do not not hear the loving call of the master saying, come to me, all is prepared for you. All is made ready for you, even you, all is of me. All is complete. Answer the call. Come to the feast. For we know that there is one name under heaven 
by which we might be saved. And this name is the name of the Son, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He does not desire the death of sinners, but loves them so much that he died upon the cross for their sin. This is our bridegroom of blood. For he, the bridegroom, has paid the debt, has taken on all the reproach of the bride, of those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. For this is the consummation of all creation, that all creation might be brought back to union with its creator. This is the goal. This is the aim of all existence, that we might exist in love with our creator. And if we miss this, if we miss the invitation, we miss everything. If we miss the beck and call of our loving Master and Savior, Jesus Christ, we miss everything. For the word of invitation is the word of the cross. Come to me, Jesus says. Follow me, Jesus says. Take up your cross and follow me. Come to the marriage supper of the Lamb, the Lamb who was slain. The lamb who before his shears was silent. The lamb who takes away the sin of the world. And this word, this invitation, is folly to those who are perishing. But for us who are being saved, it is the power of God for salvation. For we know that faith comes by hearing And hearing by the word of God. And this invitation that you hear today is the very word of God. It is the true word of God that blessed are those who are blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the lamb. For Christ died for sinners, for the good and for the bad, for all those in the highways and byways who have come to his table, who have listened to his word, who have responded to his call. No, for those who have answered the call, it is the power of God for salvation. But those who scoff at the word, who scoff at the invitation, who go about their business, who go to their farms or their businesses, or go about the way of Cain and murder those very servants sent to save their souls, they condemn themselves. These are the ones that seek their own way rather than the way of the Lord. And this one who is found without clothes is perhaps the most striking individual in this story. The master comes to the feast and is looking around and finds one who is not wearing wedding garments. And he comes and he says, friend, how did you get here? And he has no answer. He has no answer because he has no idea whose feast it is. He heard the invitation, but did not count the cost. He did not realize that the invitation involved following our Lord and Master in faith. 
That to answer the call is to answer in faith. He sought to enjoy the feast of the Lord without faith. He wanted the party without the groom. He wanted the church without Christ. For we must remember that this parable is about the kingdom of heaven. This parable is about Christ's church. And brothers and sisters, I am afraid that not only do we live in a world that has rejected the cross of Christ, that has rejected the invitation of the king. There are those outside these walls who scoff at the gospel. But brothers and sisters, what troubles me most is that there may be some in the feast, in this room today, who have not responded to the invitation in faith. There may be some today, there may be some here this very day, who have not trusted in the bridegroom of blood. They want to come to the feast, they want to enjoy the community, but they do not want to enjoy it in communion with Christ. They want communion, community without Christ. They reject the bridegroom. They just want the food. And this rejection of the bridegroom, this rejection of Christ is no less perilous than those who reject the invitation full stop. For we know that the one who was not wearing wedding garments was cast out into the outer darkness. Those who do not trust in Christ by faith will go to hell. We do not like talking about hell these days. In the church especially, we like talking about heaven, but we don't like talking about hell. And I know, because all of you turned your faces down, that you might find this uncomfortable as well. I find it uncomfortable. The uncomfortable fact is that the word goes out, but not all respond in faith. But this does not change the fact that we are to preach the word. Because some scoff and because some do not respond in faith does not change the fact that we are servants of the Lord. We are ones sent out by the master to invite those to the marriage supper of the Lamb. We are servants of the Lord. And it's not too late, brothers and sisters, if you have not trusted the bridegroom by faith, if you have not looked beyond yourself to the cross and found in it true rest, I encourage you to respond today. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Harden not your hearts to the invitation of the master of the feast. For today, if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For our Lord says, my sheep hear my voice. And we know that those who hear his voice have the privilege of calling the Lord my shepherd. Today we heard one of the most beloved psalms today. And it's beloved because of the promise that it holds. That in faith, the Lord is my shepherd. In faith, I shall not want. Even the clothing that the 
Even the clothing that is necessary for the feast is by faith. For we know that in Revelation, John has a vision of this consummation of creator and creation being brought together yet again in love. And he sees a vision of multitudes from every tribe and every tongue and every place on earth worshiping together in unity and they are all clothed in white robes. They are worshiping the lamb who was slain. And John sees this and the angel turns to him and says, John, do you know who these are? And John says, you know. And the angel responds, these are the ones who have washed their robes white in the blood of the lamb. The paradox is that it takes blood to wash out the filth, the blood that is on our own hands. The blood of Christ, ironically, makes us white as snow. For the reproach that is upon us, the reproach that is over all God's people, has been taken away in Christ. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. This is the promise of God to all who turn to him in faith. That I will be their God and you will be my people. I will array you in white robes through my blood, make you to be ready for my coming through faith. Love working itself out by love. Faith working through love. For the hope of the Christian life is this, we find in the last chapters of Revelation. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man and he will dwell with them and they will be his people. They will be his bride for the Lord has prepared on his mountain a feast. The Lord has prepared on his mountain a feast for all peoples, a feast of rich foods, a feast of well-aged wine, a rich food full of marrow, of aged wine well refined. And he will swallow up on this mountain, the mountain of the Lord, the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that is spread over all the nations. He will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away all tears from all faces. And the reproach of his people he will take away from the earth. For the Lord God has spoken. This is the promise to all those who turn to him and believe in his name and are saved. Respond to the invitation. And this is our hope. Our hope is that death is swallowed up in victory. That by death, Christ has defeated death. That by his life, we might have life everlasting. The reproach. All each one of us is taken away for God has spoken. God has spoken the marriage supper of the lamb. Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the lamb. For these are the true words of God. And each Sunday we respond by coming 
to the marriage supper of the Lamb. For what we do here each Sunday is a little glimpse into the hope that one day we will be with all the saints, both in heaven and on earth, arrayed in white robes, death being swallowed up forever, every tear wiped from our face, every reproach taken away forever. We will sit at his table and eat. For the food that he gives is his flesh, and the drink that he gives is his blood. For he has set a table before our enemies. He has triumphed over every enemy that we have. Satan, death, and the grave. All has has been conquered by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All that I have is yours, says the Lord. All that I have is yours. Only respond. Come to me, he says. All who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is the comfortable word of the gospel, that Christ loves us. He loves us so much that he has given himself upon the cross for us and was raised to life so that we might have life and have it abundantly. For I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. And whoever comes to me, though he die, yet shall he live. So if you hear the invitation today, I pray that you might hear it afresh. Turn to him. Come to the table which is set for you. Come and eat the flesh that was given for you. Drink the blood that was given for you. And do it in faith. Faith in God's word that we know that it will not wither. It will not return void, but will accomplish all that it sets out to do. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we beseech thee, almighty God, that the words which we have heard this day with our outward ears may through thy grace be so inwardly grafted in our hearts that they may bring forth in us the fruit of good living to the honor and praise of thy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.